Okay, welcome in to the Irish NFL show against the odds. NFL betting. Michael McQuaid here uh, with Brian O'Leary. Brian, how's the form? How are you getting on? Good. I suppose we've had a really compelling week one of action. Uh, finished off with a um, an exciting game on Monday night. And I think some of our uh, selections last week came in. I think some of our overs came in. I think we went under in Seattle. We went under in the Bucks game. And uh, I had selected the Bucks. So I think if anybody did follow us last week, the it was a bit of a mixed bag, but in fairness, week one in the NFL, as we said last weekend, it's always a bit crazy, and there was no no surprise to see some uh, shocking results again. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting weekend. I mean, like, I, was there any game that stood out for you, Brian, in terms of week one that maybe we haven't talked about in different podcasts from a betting angle? I had money on um, Julio Jones to score a touchdown against the Cowboys. It didn't happen. However, he had a couple of big plays, and he was the guy that Brady, I said that Godwin was was looking to in the game. I think Godwin went off injured as well. So um, that was my one. Uh, I guess in terms of something that surprised me, it didn't really surprise a lot of people, but um, I went with the Vikings last week. I thought they would win, but they were very good value. But one thing that was good value last week, and it might be interesting to look at this week, Brian, is the Dolphins were minus two and a half favorites in the hand, on the handicap, and it was nearly even money. I mean, that was printed money, now you think about it, like last week against the Patriots. Yeah, even at the two and a half, it was enticing. Uh, again, like we said in our own show, I know Mark went for the Patriots, but I think that's more loyalty and, and love for his team rather than what he really expected. But um, that line for quite a long time throughout the summer was very low and it, it remained low. And it, as you said, it nearly went to a pick'em game. Come Sunday evening, it was a standout win for, for Miami. Um, I know we, we disagreed on this game, but I always felt because of the Cowboys situation, that the Bucks minus two and a half. And whilst the Bucks didn't do a lot in offense uh, throughout the course of the game, I always felt that was a that was a good win. Um, you're talking about surprising wins. I suppose I'll be selfish on this one. The Giants pulling off their first win on week one in six years against that team. That was the number one seed last year. It was really enjoyable as a Giants fan who's suffered for years now. Um, it's nice to be going into week two with a bit of momentum and um, things have turned a bit, you know, in terms of, the positivity within the team and the support. So it's it's nice to come off a, a big win like that. Just before we start this week's podcast, uh, just a reminder to everybody, uh, please do bet responsibly. Gamble aware, be bet aware or be gamble aware is, is the correct phrase. Uh, please only gamble what you can afford. We are using points bets, uh, US odds today. So basically... You know your your bookie will have a bet will will either have differing odds. So you know it just in regards to what we give here, it might be different. So please please be aware of that in terms of in terms of what, of what bookmaker in terms of what bookmaker you're using. Uh, right, let's uh, let's look ahead to the first game here. This is a really interesting game, Brian, because um, Geno Smith. Well, the Seahawks beat the Broncos on Monday night. Um, they won the game. They done well when they got down to the red zone. Uh, the Broncos' performance is, is is a discussion for a different podcast. But the, the reality is, Geno Smith balled out. He had uh, we didn't ball out. He had like 195 yards, two passing touchdowns. They're going up against the 49ers this week, and the Niners lost in Chicago. I mean, obviously, congratulations to every Chicago Bears fan uh, listening. A great great result for them. But I mean, Brian, that was a a pretty shocking result for the 49ers last week. I don't I don't think you can really put it in any other way for for that there. And um, What's your thoughts on the game this week? So obviously, um, who's favoured to win this 49ers-Seahawks matchup with the Boogies? 
I think the bookies are looking beyond week one, Michael. I know like, we're going to this game. We expected the Niners to be one and zero, and we expected Seattle to be coming off a of defeat. It's gone the way around. It's reversed. Seattle are the team going in with the winning record, albeit only after one game. But the bookies aren't buying into it. They're the line is minus ten. You know, San Francisco are heavy favorites in this game. It's at home. It's on Sky Sports. It's the main game on Sky Sports on Sunday evening at twenty five past nine, and they would be expecting a reaction from the 49ers. I think the bookmakers have. Was the 49ers have lost a, a game in some in a strange manner in a way because the Bears' offense was so was so poor in the first half. I think they they are putting it down to a number of uh, a number of reasons. Injuries didn't help 49ers. They lost a, their their running back for two months. Mitchell uh, Kittle didn't play. He was injured, and uh, the weather was really bad and adverse in in Chicago. So I think they're they're factoring all that together and saying it's a one off. The 49ers that we expect to see will come will come. Uh, will come in this Sunday and win the game comfortably, and that's the reason why I think they're they're putting it at minus ten. Yeah, Geno Smith had a very good game in the first half. He was seventeen for eighteen in the first half, and he looked the answer, I suppose, as to why they felt confident confident going into the season with him as their quarterback. The second half, the Broncos' defense stepped up and did everything they could do to win the game. But of course, it didn't play out in that manner, and um, they're probably expecting again a bit of a pushback on Seattle, having had a really difficult game on Monday night to be able to put a performance again in on Monday. It's a difficult one, but I, I am gonna I am gonna take the, the Hawks with the points and more so because these games over the years um are always been tight. And I'm not saying they're gonna win. I think 49 will win the game, but I think 10 is a is a high number. I think I can see them keeping it um keeping it within the 10. Um, I'm really I'm really keen on the over. I think it's very low. I think it's 42 and a half points, give or take, depending on which bookmaker you're looking at. To me, that's a low over. I think 49ers will bounce back and put points up. And I think Gino Smith and, and his offense has shown enough on Monday night against a bet against a, a good solid defense in Denver that they can put up points. So I think it's a it's a high scoring I wouldn't say it's a high scoring game. I don't think we're gonna be hitting fifties, but I certainly think forty two and a half is quite low and I think it will go over. This is interesting. Uh first off, yeah, like for me I I thought like the Se- the Seahawks done well when the overnight. Like I think the Broncos offense should have scored more points against them personally, but that's not the Seahawks fault they get out and they done what they done. The guy that we follow on TikTok, your big friend Trent, had the Seahawks plus six and a half on uh on Monday night and everyone was giving him jip beforehand and it turned out to be right. So f- fair play to him, even if his parlay on Sunday was rubbish. Um, with points bet, Seahawks seven to two, 49ers two to nine on the over, as Brian said, they're 42 and a half. Um, I like the under and I think there couldn't be a better time to play this Niners team. The Niners have put the Broncos in Sunday Night Football next week in Denver and Trey Lance is coming off that performance. Uh, do you know if George Kittle's playing on Sunday? He's expected to be back on Sunday, yeah. <laughs> See, this, this Seven two is good value, Brian. It is at the minute because that Seahawks team are riding the crest of a wave. Like I'm just like I'm not saying it's a cert in any shape, like you know, in any way or form, but that's not bad value. They won in San Francisco last year, very early on in the season. I think yeah, in that particular game, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, who was the starting quarterback at the time, went out injured, and Trey Lance came in, sure, a very good a touchdown. Similar kind of touchdown to which the Bears scored last weekend where Justin Fields showed to the other side of the field to the open wide receiver. Similar one to, uh, to Debo Samuel last year. And the Seattle still found a way to win the game. Um, I think it's hard push to go in and win in San Francisco this weekend. Bearing in mind you're coming off a really difficult game on Monday. But like we had a bit of crack on the show around Seattle this year and what our expectations were. And I, and I said repeatedly I felt that they would surprise people because the one thing they will do is they'll play for their head coach and Pete Carroll because he'd have a point to prove. And there's been this validation talk since the game on Monday. He says that's not relevant. But um, they will play tough. 
of the the 49ers, we've had a really detailed conversation on the 49ers on our Monday show around the expectations for, for this team. They expect and fans expect for them to be challenging for the Super Bowl. Trey Lance has to deliver on Monday because the longer it goes on, the more the conversation keeps coming up again around Jimmy G and the fact that he's in the background. I'll take them to win. I'll take Seattle with the points, but my my main bet in this game will be that it'll go over 42 and a half, which again is against what you're thinking, Michael, you see a low scoring game. I see the under. I, I see the Seahawks plus 10 as good value in terms of the spread. I'm not sure about the money line. I don't know yet. Uh, you find out in the broadcast on Friday, in my opinion on that. I still haven't decided yet. Uh, second game, Brian, the Bears at the Packers, Sunday Night Football. The Bears are 1-0 with Justin Fields and the Packers are 0-1. I mean, who's seen that coming? Eh? Uh, money line 15-4 for the Bears, 1-5 on for the Packers. Uh, the over is 42 and a half and the spread's the same at uh, 10. So Packers minus 10 favorites in terms of the spread. Um, and in terms of anyone, just very quickly while I have the time here, Aaron Jones is even money for an anytime touchdown. Cole Komet 19 to four. Uh, and I'll try and be, you know, fair and give it to another Browns player. St. Brown, Equ- I can't pronounce that last name. Equimania St. Brown, yeah. five to one to score a touchdown at any point in the game. That's good value. It just goes to show what the bookmakers think of the Bears' offense in this game, and they're not buying into the fact that they won the game last weekend with a second-half performance, 14 points off giveaways by the 49ers' uh, offense. I think this game is there for the Packers. Um, I know there was a lot of concern around how the Packers' offense played in Week 1, and we saw similar traits last year in Week 1 and was their better receiving core at the time. They came back the following week, I think it was Monday Night Football, and played the Lions, and it was a similar kind of scenario where people were questioning whether Rodgers and this Packers offense was up to it, I see the same result as we saw in week one, week two last year on the Monday night. I think they put up 47 points in that game. I'm not going to say they're going to put 47 up, but I think they're going to put high numbers up on this Bears defense. And I think we're going to see the reality of what we expected from the Bears come Monday, this, you know, in terms of what we saw as, as the season plays out, which is that they'll be in a few games, they'll win a few games, they'll cause a couple of shocks, but when it comes to playing the big boys, they won't, they won't live with them. I, I take in the 10. On the Packers, and I'm taking the over as well. I think the, you know, I think uh, the Packers will run into 30 points in this game, and the Bears will score a few courtesy touchdowns, as I like to say, and uh, it'll be a very comfortable night for the Packers. I don't think the Bears score a touchdown in this game on Sunday. I have them picking first next year. I was stunned when they won Sunday. Absolutely stunned. And I had the Niners minus six and a half on Sunday. So thank you very much, San Francisco. Um, spread for me, Packers minus 10 over. I'll take the over. And I mean, there's no value there in the one to five. You're, if you're looking for some value, look at anytime touchdown for certain players. Maybe having Christian Watson, who had that drop last week for 13 to five for, for anytime touchdown. That game, Sunday Night Football. And then we're going to look, uh, Brian, at Monday Night Football. There's a double header this week. We're, we're going to look at the one. So if you're if you're in Ireland or the UK, um, both games are on TV on Monday night. So um, I think one of them's on Sky Sports Media, the other one's on the NFL channel. One of them's like at half 12 kickoff. And if you're in the north, it's on Channel 5 as well. So happy days, quids in. Uh, so Vikings-Eagles. So in terms of the Vikings against the Eagles, Brian, the over is 50 and a half. Um, the Eagles are slightly favoured of three to four on eight to seven for the Vikings and the spreads only two Eagles go to Detroit week one. And I think they win what 38, 35, but they were up by a good bit at one point. And then the Vikings obviously beaten, beating the Packers and also um, Justin Jefferson playing like an absolute G as well. What's your thoughts on this game man? going into Monday night? 
this is a difficult one to call of all the three games. It's reflective in the odds. It's reflective in the line. Two points. I think it was one and a half. I think it started at less than a point. So the more the early money is for the Eagles. Uh, it's a it's a tricky one to call. Um, and I suppose we haven't seen the injury reports yet before we make this game. So it's a bit of it is a bit, bit of a precarious one to pick. I do like the under uh, fifty. I know it's a high. No, I know it's, it's it's high because again you've seen the Eagles put up thirty eight points, but I think they're coming up against a better defense this week with the Vikings. And I can see uh, the Vikings putting up points, but I still don't think I go over the go over the fifty. The Vikings will look to expose a, a secondary that I've touched on in the season preview show that has been poor over the past few years for the Eagles. They didn't get many pick takeaways last year. They got a pick six last week, but they still managed to have Jeff uh, Goff, Jared Goff, to put up twenty five points on them. I think he only had six. It was like twelve incompletion passes. A quarterback that not many people rate anymore. He's had to still put up those points. And Core Cousins, who everybody has a a high expectation of this season to do a lot. I'm going to go with the Vikings in this game. I'll be very critical of the Vikings throughout the off season. And uh, but I, t- I did, I did, I was taken back by how well they played last weekend with a new head coach. And I think he'll he's on a crest of a wave, and he'll go in there. And um, it's a bit of a toss up. Like the points are reflective of that. But I'll name Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins will just find a way to get to get it done, and I'll go with you on that. Interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah, Vikings at the Eagles. I guess the thing for me is we don't really know what this Eagles team is yet. I mean, I know we do in terms of the offense, but they give up 35 points to the Lions. Are the Lions steadily improved? I don't know. I do like the over. I think the 15 and a half over is is good money at 14 to 15 on. Um, because I think that regardless of the money line, I'm not sure who's going to win this game yet. I'm still sleeping on it a bit because I could make, make a case for either team. I think that it'll be like, 30, 31 to like 27 or like 30 to 24 so that gets the over in that sense in terms of uh, different sort of prop bets I guess um, you can get the Eagles uh, at 4 to 5 on in terms of a freeway and uh, one that I like is the Eagles to be winning at halftime and the Vikings to be winning at the end Brian 13 to 2 that yeah, is a nice price, and six and a half to one in, in air world. Yeah, that's that's tasty enough. Um, um, that's with points bet. That's their US odds. So obviously, what just whatever bookie that you're going to use uh, in Ireland, um, please be aware that the odds are different. Uh, if you're like me and you're off on Monday, you've no excuse. You have to watch the Bears against the Packers. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be an NFL filled weekend. Before we pop here, Brian, is there any other game across the weekend that stands out to you? Uh, for me, it is. The Texans at the Broncos. I think the Broncos minus 10 points, 14 to 15 on, and they have to win that game comfortably now after what happened is good money. Um, I'm not too sure on the over, but is there any other one that stands out to you uh, apart from Thursday Night Football? Because this is going to go out after Thursday Night Football. I like the Bengals minus seven going into Dallas. Dallas. Really? Yeah, Dallas offense last weekend. Okay, it was it was a difficult night for them. Dak Prescott had a difficult night. Everybody's talking about it. His injury, but he was in the game for, for three quarters before, four quarters before he got injured, and they couldn't move the ball all night. The offensive line is still not where it should be. There's a lot of injuries there. There's going to be players, they're mixing and matching, and now they're going to have Cooper Rush as the quarterback. There is talk about potentially trading and getting into a conversation who they trade for is a different story, but um, I find it difficult to see how that offense will live with the Bengals team that are reeling after a week one defeat, in which they really should have won in the end. Um, bear in mind, they missed an extra point to win the game, then another field goal to win the game. I think they'll bounce back have a strong game. I think Burrow and Chase will put up a lot of yards between them. Joe Mixon will have a big game. I think the Bengals will win comfortably and I'd be taking the minus seven. 
Zach Taylor cost them the game on Sunday, as far as I'm concerned, with his shoddy decision making. Um, and obviously Burrow didn't help himself in the first half. Let's be clear here. Uh, with points bet, I'm not sure with diff- different bookmakers, the spread is minus eight and a half. Not too much of a difference between seven and eight and a half. To be fair, the over is 43. So that could be an interesting one. We'll be back uh, next week, Brian, for for week three of the season. Um, and obviously, folks, if you are listening to this podcast, please obviously first off do follow like share subscribe if you could leave a review really appreciate it sorry to the patriots fans on the reviews the last few days uh we are we are going to give your team a chance this season like every other team uh and please do gamble aware please bet responsibly and more importantly enjoy yourself but please only bet what you can afford um and please you know feel free to give us a shout on the email info at irish nfl show the comment any feedback or any any tips going into this week that'll be nice brian thanks for your time man Chapter. Thank you.